Welcome to the official Brandon Ritchie Substack Podcast. Remember, this platform is a map for helping you and those around you to be a zenith during chaotic times. So what is today's topic? Today is going to be more of a monologue as I'm just going to be rambling on here for the moment. But I want to talk to you about something, a topic that I find to be very interesting. I'm always looking for I'm always looking for ways to explain why society is going through these I I would say struggles, I would say attacks, I would say even a form of warfare, if you will, information and economic warfare and a warfare on speech and individuality. If you're willing to not ignore reality, you can see these things very easily. I was uh, talking with someone the other day, and they posed the question to me that uh, when they, I guess, found out about me having the podcast and having now uh, the uh, podcast loaded to multiple platforms here on Substack and as well as Spotify and the Apple podcast. They were curious as to the reason when I mentioned the tagline about how to be a map for guiding people and to be a zenith during chaotic times. That word zenith, that means peak, your pinnacle. That means to be in top form. That means to be at your best. And we always want to be that way, but particularly when times are challenging, we want to be that way. Um, it's probably more, could be more, a little easier to be that way when times are good, but what about when times are challenging? And that's what we're looking at now. We're facing very challenging times, not just domestically here in the States, but abroad. If you look around the world, there's a lot of things that uh, you can't see on mainstream media, and that's why I feel like platforms such as this one, even if it only reaches a few more people, we can kind of share with you some things that that are going on that you may not be aware of. Maybe you are. But um, regardless, it, it provides another outlet for people to share information. And so this individual was asking me when I when I told this person about the the podcast they were I guess kind of curious about as to what drew, drove me in this direction and I've talked about this at large here before and it was back during the onset of COVID and it was society's reaction to the virus the societal reaction to this pandemic not so much the sickness by itself but the reaction to it Businesses being shut down, people being separated from relatives, loved ones, in times of hospitalization, in times of death. I had friends and colleagues, even myself, my own business was impacted as, as maybe yours was or your job. I've saw people got where they were cornered with decisions, coerced into decisions they probably didn't, didn't like and you were wrong in terms of civil liberties. But aside from that, um, the people that didn't find it to be a problem 
contributed to the problem, even if they did so unknowingly. So the reason, that's the reason. So this individual, I think, was kind of curious as to what, quote unquote, qualified me to want to do this. And I thought that was a real strange question to ask. Now, I come at this from someone with life experience just like you. Um, whatever it is that you do in life, you know what you know. You have experience in the path that you chose to blaze for yourself. Your station in life, your family station in life, that's, that's what you've come to know. You have your experiences, and you have, therefore, your knowledge and hopefully your wisdom, and that's what guides you in your path, right? So that's the way I approach this. All I'm doing is using a platform to, to try to offer my wisdom, offer my station, my knowledge. And whether you find it useful or whether you find it offensive or combative, well, that's on you, and that's up to you to decide. That's not up to me to decide. And how you choose to react to it that's a choice you have to make, just as I made the choice to start it or to start this podcast. Now, when I say this, I thought that was an interesting question, so I responded by saying, well, I asked the person, well, what's two plus two? And they looked at me kind of funny, and I said, what's two plus two? And they said, four. So I immediately followed up and said, well, what qualifies you to know that? <laughs> I think you can agree there are certain universal truths and we have our experiences. And I just wanted to do that to illustrate the point that if you're in a crossroads in your life, you're trying to achieve something. You're trying to do something maybe that you've thought about for a while or you haven't stepped out to try it, then that that you have to block out that external noise you have to block out that external those external doubts that some the world from the outside can kind of deliver to your head to your mind and so this is why i'm kind of bringing this forward so there's an example here i thought that question was very interesting from this individual because it kind of gave me some insight as to how some people think and how limited their thinking is and their perspective is on life because when you look at things you you know like the two plus two equaling four well what qualifies you to know that we all know it to be accurate now if you read george orwell's 1984 the state in 1984 dictates that two plus two is five i want to repeat that one more time the state in Orwell's 1984 dictates that 2 plus 2 equals 5. So when there's one individual with dissent that disagrees with that and says, no, it's 4, then the state says you need re-education, <laughs> right? They label you, uh, you know, they, they label you, they criticize you, they lash out. This is the thing. So people compartmentalize things differently, and this is human nature human psychology. Um, there was a, a psychologist that, um, or it could have been a psychiatrist, I will have to validate, it's one or the other, but I'm giving the lady credit, Dr. Carol Dweck, who did an experiment 
where she determined um, that there were essentially two types of mindsets or two, I guess you could interpret it as two types of intelligence. Uh, one was a fixed intelligence and the other one was more of a growth mindset or growth intelligence or malleable intelligence, if you will. The fixed intelligence uh, means that that's where some people believe, I guess, that they have in their minds a limited amount of knowledge, that they've reached a pinnacle, a ceiling, if you will, of what, of what they know or are capable of knowing in life. And so they believe that and accept that, and then they kind of stop, right? So that's one form. The, the growth mindset is, is, is more like someone who, and, and, and again, this is not everyone, but the best example I would give here is probably someone who's an entrepreneur, somebody who takes on something, a field of industry that perhaps they haven't had an experience in prior, but maybe they've studied or they've had a passion for it, and they get into it, and as problems arise, they figure out ways to solve problems. Now, in this experiment, it, there were several tests that they ran, but to give you the 10-cent version on how they looked at this and determined this is they used kids, and they had two, two groups of kids. I guess you're, 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 you're two groups you're observing, and then one group, in both groups, rather, they would give problems that were very easy to solve, purposely. Very simple problems. So they give the kids a problem they can solve that they know they can solve. Kids solve the problem, they feel good. Then they give them another problem that's a little more challenging, okay? But perhaps they can so solve that problem. And then they purposely work their way up and eventually give them a problem that's extremely difficult or very challenging to solve. And when they get to that point, the group that Dweck labeled as more of a fixed mindset would stop and get frustrated or they would shut down. They would stop. Now, on the opposite end of the spectrum, the other group, when they would go through the test, they would get to the, to the challenging test and they would take that test and maybe they failed, but here's the difference. The growth mindset group, instead of getting frustrated and throwing their hands up and quitting, they viewed that as a challenge. And so what they would do is reassess where they were and even with a positive mindset, according to Dweck, would say, would, these kids would say, I always loved a challenge. And they would reassess their approach and try a different approach. And maybe they failed again, but it didn't matter. They would keep changing their approach. And she would encourage them with what she called praising not yet. Not failure, but not the power of not yet. So in other words, they're getting there, but they're not there yet. And that motivated these kids, and they would get there and eventually be able to solve the problem. Now, this is telling to me because I think when we look at society now and we look at how people compartmentalize things, um, it's very different. It's very, very different. I had a friend of mine who was in um, the Navy SEALs, good friend. 
And he shared with me a story on somewhat on, on the difference of the psychology of what these guys go through during budge training. And if you're not familiar with budge training, it um, is the most, basically the most uh, harsh or the harshest training, some of the harshest training on the planet in terms of military training, special forces uh, in the world. And with it, it's uh, about a 90% attrition rate. So nine out of every 10 guys that go through it uh, will not make it. So out of 10 guys, one will be left there standing. That'll be the one that makes actually makes it through buds. But this friend of mine was telling me, giving me some insight in, 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 the, um, in the middle of the training in terms of what they did, some of the psychological side of it. It's all physical. It's all psychological, but there's a physical aspect to it. And what they're trying to do is weed through these guys. But to talk about the difference in compartmentalizing a, a situation and, and a person's viewpoint or their perspective on a given high-pressure situation, this budge training exercise that he was explaining to me, he said that they were out in the surf, in the Pacific surf, and they had to have a swim buddy. And with this, it was a it was a rule. You had to have a swim buddy. And he's out there with his swim buddy, and he's looking at him, and his lips are blue, and his face is um, his, his face his lips are purple rather, and his face is blue. And he said he knew he looked as bad as his friend. He didn't have a mirror, but he's he's right there with him in the water, so he knew he looked as bad as he did. But he said that he knew once he saw the paramedics and the doctors come out onto the beach that they would not be there much longer. Now think about this. This is a they got stage two, stage three hypothermia. There is no stage four, I don't think. I'll have to go look, but I don't believe there's a I think stage four is death. So here they are, and then they're in this cold Pacific water, 40, 45 minutes, freezing to death, highly uncomfortable and they see paramedics and doctors coming out onto the beach, and his interpretation of that was, okay, I can make it because we won't be out here that much longer. Now, that was his interpretation. Now, on the same token, he pointed out that the swim crew next to him, there might have been a guy to look at that same, that same scenario, because here they are in the Pacific, and they see the doctors come out onto the beach, and they might have thought, oh my God, they're killing us. You see? Two completely different perspectives on a high-pressure, high-stress situation. Two different perspectives. So this is very, very, very important I think in in getting into the human psyche because people will compartmentalize things differently this person that was asking me about my my podcast and the fact that they had to ask what kind of deems you as the authority or what and I don't see myself as an authority I just see myself as a guy that has life experience I've run a business uh, for 20 years in the fitness industry I've coached people my whole life. That's what I do is coaching people on their mindset to have the mindset to achieve something transformational in terms of their physical nature. 
But to do that, you've got to transform the mental aspect of an individual first. You have to have the right mindset in order to achieve the physical, right? Because if you don't have the right frame of mind, how are you going to carry out? How are you going to execute a plan? How are you going to carry out a plan? How are you going to solve problems? How are you going to react to uh, a circumstance or a situation if there's something of a, of a unforeseen challenges, unforeseen challenge that happens to arise, how are you going to be able to think through that problem? So life is about working through problems. And some people, I think, get hung up on a lot of things other than being able to work through problems. I think, I think some people, there's a segment of the population out there, and when they look at people's um, titles, what they, you know, they look at titles or degrees or whatever, and they look at those, those credentials as being the set thing to qualify an individual to do what they do. And now some of that is true. Some of that's true. But those credentials and those, those titles by name doesn't tell me anything about an individual. What about the, what about the, the characteristics you don't see on a sheet of paper? Well, let's say this. What about an individual's character? What about their integrity? What about, what about the type of problem solver they are? What about are they open or closed-minded to new ideas? What about are they, are they able to work well in a, in, a, in a team setting or are they more of an authoritarian nature? There, there's, there's a lot of subtleties. There's a lot of nuance to what makes a person successful or to what may, makes an individual, I guess, a, 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 an authority or, a, or an expert in their given realm or field of study. So this is the thing, you know, this human nature is, is it, it, it is what it is. It's not, you know, people have their gifts and people have their strengths. They, they also have their weaknesses. So the thing is, is you know what you know, right? You, you choose, you've chosen the path in your life to go down and you understand based on your experience, based on trial and error, based on your education, based on your work, you have the knowledge you have. And you may, all of those things may be completely different experiences from me or from your neighbor or whatever, right? So you have that knowledge and you have that experience. So when it comes to pursuing something, I think the key to a successful person, a successful individual or an individual that achieves a level of success is being able to have a growth mindset instead of limiting yourself, right? I think it was Bruce Lee. Uh, I loved Bruce Lee movies when I was a kid, and I've even read a lot of his writing. Bruce Lee was a great philosopher too, by the way. You should read some of his writings if you get a chance. But, you know, Bruce Lee was making the point that, you know, many times he would communicate through philosophy, through quotes, through his teachings about, what it took to be a great martial artist. But it was also, he also did this and used it as a metaphor for life in general. Whether you're a business owner or 
you know, trying to get, you know, a college degree or wanting to go into a certain field or, or whatever, he used it as a, as a metaphor for life, but he would say things like, there's one quote that he had that I love where he says, uh, you know, we, we, we don't put, we shouldn't put limits on ourselves. You know, you shouldn't do that. There are only plateaus and we must go beyond those plateaus, right? Another one, another quote that I love of Bruce Lee, and, and he says, uh, I fear not the man who has practiced 10,000 kicks once. I fear the man who has practiced one kick 10,000 times. So, so the, it, it's, it's a different way of communicating excellence. And so this is where I think uh, a lot of this philosophical approach to, you know, to life to how people are taught in school and university, how people are taught in society. I think there are certain boundaries that we have put on society that has caused a lot of problems. I mean, and I'm talking aside from just outright blatant indoctrination. I mean, there's that too, but I'm talking about the model. You know, there was the model when I came out of high school that, you know, you go into your college courses and then after the first year, you pick your major field of study and you have to focus on that major field of study. And then if you don't succeed in that major field of study, you're going to fail. You're going to be set back. You won't be able to move forward in life. Now, I'm not saying that was always the quote, but the, that sentiment was there. That model of thinking was there in the setup. You know, I always ask people, when you came out of high school, how many, did you know how to file your taxes? Were you taught that in an organized class in your school? I can tell you I wasn't. I didn't know that. I didn't know how to do that. What about negotiation? Was there any class that you had in, in high school or college too, for that matter? If you went to college, where they actually taught you how to negotiate? I'll, I, I can tell you, not me. I mean... And I went to the University of Georgia. I had some great classes, but I didn't, none of that. These are things that we had to kind of figure out on our own. These are life skills. And the life skills are the problem that our society is lacking, you know. What about how to change a tire? <laughs> you know, it's, e it's easy, like, for people, well, you know, if I get a flat tire, I'll just call AAA. Okay, fine. Well, what if you don't have a AAA membership? Or what if, what if you're in, a, in, a, in an area where you have no cell phone reception and you can't call anyone? It's in the middle of the night. Or they can't get to you for another six hours. Or whatever the scenario may be. Well, but you, you have to be able to, to step up and solve the problem. You have to be capable of solving the problem. So you can't always assume there'll be some other mechanism there for you to rely on some other safety net for you to rely on you have to you have to assume that responsibility yourself and see these are things I, I'm I firmly know are missing from society I mean same could be said for firearms a lot of a lot of controversy around firearms firearms the way I view it is a life lesson um, it's for personal protection 
whether you you know use it for hunting, whatever, it's consistent with the Second Amendment. It's for it's is to have it is to have it against any form of danger, or tyranny or threat towards you or your family. That's the legitimate meaning of having a firearm. Now, do people are there criminals that break laws? Always, that's the definition of a criminal: is someone who breaks laws. A criminal breaks laws. Now. This is so. This is the whole point, right? Is we don't have enough life skills, and we don't have enough of the growth mindset to apply or to teach and to basically um, inject into our society. That's what we need more of. And I think this is the uh, this is the crux of a lot of what's going on. I mean, you can see it. You can see it. I mean, how many how many kids do you see that come out of high school or college and you may know some but realistically across the board how many of all the young people you see coming out of high school and college how many of them are truly ready for the workforce how many of them are truly ready to go out start a career start a business and are ready for it they 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 have a handle on it they have a growth mindset not a fixed mindset or they're, or they're used to being shot down by coaching or by f- the term failure. You failed, so they just throw their hands up with the fixed mindset reaction and stop. Or do they look at it as a challenge and say, okay, I just haven't gotten there yet. So they keep trying, they keep reassessing. So this, co- this comes down to a lot of a lot of real specific things here and a lot of, <coughs> you know, deep philosophical things in terms of how we, how we can better society. And I think this is where it gets kind of, um, you know, into a deeper, a deeper concepts and deeper meanings as to how we can approach this and how we can influence others. And that's the whole point of this. For, and, and, and this is the whole point of this podcast. Look, I'm, yes, I, I'm a fitness and strength coach, but I've always had a philosophical mindset. Just as Bruce Lee was a martial arts teacher, he always had a philosophical mindset. You know, we can wear more than one hat. That's the whole point here. I'm sure you have more than one hat. I, as a matter of fact, I know you do, particularly if you're a hard worker, particularly if you own a business or you're trying to make it out in the world in this environment especially so so you're 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 looking if you're like me if you're listening to this my guess is that you have a growth mindset or if you didn't or you weren't aware of it hopefully now you do and you can you understand your intelligence is not limited you know, I don't, I don't look at people and I don't like, one thing I hate doing is putting people into nice, neat little boxes, you know, because they look a certain way or they come from a certain background, they belong in this box. And because they went to this university and did this <coughs> and live in this nice neighborhood, they belong in this other box. That's just not the way I look at it. The way I look at it is... Um, this individual has proven him or herself 
this is what I see in them based on their actions, based on their merits, based on their abilities, based on what they're willing to do to learn and to grow, that's what I look at. And that's the metric we should be using with everyone. Because as humans, let's face it, we're all judgmental. You're lying to yourself if you say not otherwise. I mean, we're all judgmental. We all have certain preconceived notions of others. But, <clears throat> but um, we can really limit those and manage those uh, and look at other characteristics that in people that really matter. And that's the whole point of life is being able to look at those people and look at your neighbors and look in, even yourself when you look in the mirror what your merit is, what your station in life is, how you impact yourself, how you impact others. And that's the message I wanted to get across for you today. And so I hope that you enjoyed this podcast. This podcast is, remember, this is a map for helping you to be a zenith during chaotic times. These are definitely chaotic times. They're going to get more chaotic. But cohesiveness, we need unity. And the best way to do that is to look and surround ourselves with others who we know have good station and merit and are hard workers and are willing to learn and fight and grow to make themselves an optimal version of themselves. And with you, I want you to make sure you subscribe like and share this podcast. Give it. Make sure you check it out on Spotify too, if you like the Spotify app, and also available on Apple Podcast. Also, make sure that you share it if you like it. That the only way I can make this work, the only way I can put this content out and have the guest on that I have in reliance upon you is if you share the word. If you help share the, get the word out and smash the like button and and give it a listen and tell your friends and family and your coworkers about it, that's how this is possible. It's the only way that it can happen. So I need your help. And if there's anything I can do to help, I'll do my best. So, and, and to do that, please feel free to connect with me on social media. I'm on Getter and Facebook. And um, like I said, subscribe on the Substack. It's at brandonritchie.substack.com. And also make sure you connect with me on the other social media platforms, Facebook and Getter. And today you go and have a strong, disciplined, focused day. So as the saying goes, stay strong, stay focused, stay active, and have a great day. Take care.